back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Yo, Jake Sorensen Jake is, Jake is, a, is, he's in delirium right is now. ridiculous. Jake just drive. told us that he is excited to get down there and take some hacks so he can give us something to talk about on the radio because this man <laughs> thinks that he's going to – he thinks he's going over the wall. What you going over? Left field, right field wall. Where, which, which one are you hitting over? You pulling, her, you pulling her oppo. You going over both? Okay. Are you switch hitting? Lefty today? All right. So, okay. Well, the wind was blowing out to left, and now it stopped. So, um, we'll see. My goal today, and I, I don't know how many swings I'll take. I don't know how, if I'll take any swings. But uh, my goal today is just to keep the ball fair and hit it out of the infield. Huh. That's it. That's all I want to do. I never played baseball a day in my life. That's all I want to do. Just That's put, it. Just put, bat, just put bat the ball. Exactly. Just, put, just make some contact and keep it fair. Yeah. If I can line it. Out of the infield, I'm good. One of the things that I've also learned just in my time of playing baseball is you can't come out swinging for the fences in the beginning. No. Right? You just want to kind of start working, just kind of get into a swing groove, work opposite field, back up the middle, and then you can kind of maybe in your second round just kind of start opening it up a little bit. Otherwise, you might mess around and yeah. – Jason will throw his back Pull out. Pull the back out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, those, those things do happen and can happen. I'm telling you, it's um, I got to get a stretch on uh, as soon as this is over mm-hmm. today. I need to get a stretch on because I feel it for about three to four days afterwards. I feel it walking into the building. You guys are looking at me like I'm an old man or something, but that's kind of hilarious. But It's a little old. It's okay. It's okay. It's a little old. <laughs> Let's get into uh, just the rankings of um, quarterbacks by divisions. And right now, we're going to look at the first two, the top two okay. uh, rankings of the quarterbacks, and then we'll look at the bottom half of those rankings uh, by way of quarterback. And, um, you know, if you want to throw in your own uh, rankings and you think that's totally out of, out of whack, then that's okay. T- tell us. Let us know at 402-464-5685 as well. It's Heyman text line. We welcome you guys always. But now, um, for me, for me as I look at it um, – I look to the AFC. I look to the AFC North. The AFC is easily the strongest quarterback division. Now that we have an injury that could kind of sway the decision on it a little bit, but I still think it's strong. Uh, But at the, you know, I think the AFC West could probably leapfrog them. And when you think about Joe Burrow now going down potentially, um, I think Joe Burrow leads that group in the AFC North. Um, After that, you got to probably look to Lamar. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, only one of the quarterbacks in the AFC North has an MVP, right. and that's Lamar Jackson. Right. Uh, Joe Burrow of the quarterbacks in the AFC North has come the cl- or has been in a Super Bowl. The others haven't. Um, Deshaun Watson kind of disgraced out of Houston, gets up to Cleveland, turns things around. Well, doesn't turn things around off the field. Um, turns things around on the field. It is still a very talented quarterback. Yeah. Um, and then you have the newcomer to the division and Kenny Pickett, who's taken over for a Hall of Famer in, in Ben Roethlisberger. So it's always going to be hard to follow a Hall of Famer. But uh, if if uh, he can be anywhere close to what he was at Pitt, then they have themselves a really good quarterback on their hands. Yeah, and, and, and so that's, that's the interesting part about it. I think that uh, it works that way. Uh, I, I like the comparison of these two and and the reason why I think, 
you know, from what you said, the MVP and, and, and that nature, I think it's a it's a one on one combat between them and the and the uh, AFC West where you look at Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert just signed a big deal. Is he going to be able to perform to the levels of what he just signed for? Mm-hmm. Um, are they, they've just been a lot? There there's just there has been just a lot of inconsistency out of the Chargers and hopefully he can stabilize things for them, but he hasn't shown that he's willing to take that lead role per se to me. I don't know for sure, but Hey, I'm a negative Nancy when it comes to Justin Herbert. Yeah. I, he hasn't done anything to me to consider him a top 10 quarterback in the league. He has all the stats. Sure. It's very impressive. The numbers that he's been putting up. He hasn't won a playoff yeah, game. Won. He hasn't yeah. won a single playoff game yet. For all the stats he's putting up, for all the wins that they've been getting in the regular season, not a single playoff game won by Justin Herbert. I know he's not that far along into the league, but if you want to crown this ki- this guy as a top ten quarterback, you have to at least win sometime in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't get that. For me, my number two is actually I could disagree with you. Although that is yeah. a, the AFC West is a very good division for quarterbacks. Um, I think that uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and and uh, Russell Wilson kind of pull, and this is just Russell There's Wilson based off of last year, um, kind of pull that division down. Yeah. This is going to sound weird because I I. It might sound a little homery. Uh, the AFC East, Josh Allen, I think is is you know one of the top five quarterbacks in the league. Uh, Aaron Rodgers now with the New York Jets, and then Tua Tungavailoa before the mm. injury was starting to come out. I still don't know exactly how good of a quarterback he is, but with the weapons he has, um, he has shown that he is able to uh, do something with them and, and be a pretty solid quarterback. And then I. Mac Jones is the worst quarterback in the division. Like it's not even it's not even close. He's the worst quarterback in the division. But still, again, a Pro Bowl quarterback. Um, so we'll, we'll see. He also hasn't won. I don't think he's won a playoff game quite yet. Um, doesn't have the numbers of Justin Herbert. But I think that uh, Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen are kind of the cream of the crop in that league. And if you look at those two compared to the AFC West top two, mm-hmm. so Josh Allen is, you know, with the youth on his side, the best quarterback in the AFC East. You know, you'd match him up against Patrick Mahomes. Those two have been matched up ever since they entered the league. Aaron Rodgers, better quarterback than Justin Herbert. That takes the AFC East to number two, in my in my opinion. Okay. Um, some some are saying that number four would be the uh, NFC East. Just it was amazing what that division was able to do. I mean, I think a lot of people were surprised by the Commanders and how mm-hmm. well they played and fought. It looked at one time, it just can't happen. Just the numbers doesn't allow it to happen. But it looked at one time it was possible that all four of them had a shot at getting into the yeah. uh, the playoffs at one point in time, just the way things were looking. But, shoot, they landed three of them, and, and, which was amazing in itself. But um, let's look towards the bottom hand of that. Um, and I'm going to throw this out to you. So the NFC North, some, of, some, some pundits have the rankings that Kirk Cousins is leading the NFC North. How do you see that? Do you believe that to be the case over Jared Goff and Justin Fields and uh, Jordan Love? Yes. <laughs> That's what's yes. crazy. That's not even – yes. That's what's crazy, that division. Kirk now, Cousins now, is Jared the best. Goff with the Lions, I think the Lions are, will surprise some people. I don't I don't believe in Jared Goff. I think he's a yeah. serviceable quarterback. I don't think that – I don't think Jared Goff is the quarterback that will take you to a Super Bowl. Jared Goff is a more athletic version of Jimmy Garoppolo for mm-hmm. me. He's not going to take you to a Super Bowl. But he can be the quarterback on a Super Bowl team. Right. Um, he's going to have to do some things 
um, to, to, to win that Super Bowl, and maybe he can, maybe he can. Again, Jimmy Garoppolo was one overthrow away from winning a Super Bowl potentially. So, um, But Kirk Cousins is far and away the, the best quarterback in that league or in that, in that division, so that's not even a – I don't think that that's even a question. To me, Justin Fields um, brings up that second spot just based on his – athleticism and what he was able to do. I mean, he put up better numbers rushing wise from a quarterback than Lamar Jackson did in his MVP season. So we'll see from him if he's able to, to match his throwing with that. Um, he's got a couple, he's got some more weapons, some better weapons than he had in the past, but I, I know that's kind of over overrating him a little bit. And I saw, you know, some people saying that Justin Fields is one of the most overrated quarterbacks in the league. And yeah, I might agree with you on that, but I'm going to be one of the people that's overrating him. So I think if you're looking for a quarterback outside of Kirk Cousins in the NFC North, I would look Justin Fields way uh, to have a better season uh, than, than Jared Goff and uh, Jordan Love, who is going to be starting for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, before we get into the bottom half of these rankings, um, Sutter Heyman text line is is hitting, and Big Bird jumped in on the conversation and asked this question. And I'll throw it to you, Rico. Do you or do we think if Mahomes and Herbert switch teams, what would be the re- well? What would the results be? That should answer <laughs> this if he's worth it. Question. I think that the Chargers would be better, right? Because the Chargers have they have a they have ton pieces. of weapons, yeah. Yeah, they have a ton great, of they, great, great the question. Chargers, the Chargers' problem is they can't stay healthy. Mm-hmm. That's their problem. Is is great whenever game, they'll, they'll it's always before the season they lose a key piece. Right before the last year, it was Derwin James. I don't know if anybody's gotten hurt this year for him. Hopefully, nobody does get hurt so that they can you know finally show what they're capable of. Um, but that's their biggest issue is health. It isn't really talent uh, at all for the Chargers. So if you put if you put Patrick Mahomes on the Chargers, I think the Chargers win the AFC West. Yeah. Wow. Like, I just think that Patrick Mahomes just offers that much. His creativity, he has his athleticism, everything that he's able to do and bring to the quarterback position, including his leadership, I think that that would be able to take the Chargers to that, you know, to winning a playoff game at the very least. I saw two things with the Mahomes situation that I thought was beautiful. One, it was Andy Reid making a decision regardless of how that dynamic was is very important, making mm-hmm. a decision regardless of how Mahomes felt in the playoff game when he had injured his ankle. And Mahomes was like, no, nah, I'm good. No, he's like, no, you're going to go out, get taken care of, get taped up, mm-hmm. get ready. Let's look so at it. So it doesn't, right. So th- this isn't an elevated situation. We have you for another, what, eight years or so? Yeah. So We'd rather you not ruin yeah. it all right now for one game. So So that dynamic, but then – like you said, in his leadership, his grit, uh, his willingness to win, his creativity, even with the hurt angle on multiple games thereafter, uh, still finding himself being effective. Including in the Super getting Bowl. His, uh, <laughs> getting big, the that win. big run to kind of clinch it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's impressive what he was able impressive. to do. So I, so I look, think you're on the side. Pat Jerome is the best quarterback in the league. I, I think whatever yeah. team you put him on is going to be much improved over whoever they have. Yeah. So let's, let's, let's look at the bottom half of this. Um, Let's start. At, let's start uh, with the AFC South. They they have they have them as seven. The AFC South is garbage. They have them as seven. That Trevor a, Lawrence leading that group. Ryan Tannehill, C.J. Stroud, and Anthony Richardson. That is a that is a garbage division. Those are not they're not garbage quarterbacks. It's a very young quarterback. C.J. Stroud is the number two pick. 
right? Yeah, yeah number two Bahamas. pick, number two pick in the NFL draft this last season. Um, I I liked him better than than Bryce Young, but that's just my opinion. We'll see what happens this upcoming season with uh, with Houston and C.J. Stroud. Um, Anthony Richardson again, another rookie going for Indianapolis. He's showing up and showing out for them. You, you, if you read the reports coming out of Indianapolis, um, they love what he's able to do. Mm-hmm. It seems as if his accuracy um, has improved. Again, this is training camp, so it's not uh, not uh, um, live. These guys running at you, trying to take your head off. Uh, Trevor Lawrence has kind of showed us what he can do in the NFL, and it's very impressive taking the, the Jags to the playoffs last season. Uh, after looking like they were going to miss the playoffs again, and then Ryan Tannehill's just a steady quarterback. He's not. It's not going to wow you. And again, it's another. He's not going to take you to a Super Bowl. But if you surround him with the right pieces, um, he'll be able to make. He'll be able to limit his mistakes in order to keep you in games. And then they have last here um, in this listing is uh, the NFC South, and with led by the Saints, Derek Carr. Uh, don't figure that. Bryce Young with the Panthers. Baker Mayfield, who is on his third uh, reunion or like, redemption tour on his third team. Just uh, 13 in three years? Yeah, in two years. Two years. Oh, yeah, um, you're right. In two years. Uh, you have him, and then you also have Desmond Ritter, who is with the Falcons, who is a heavy run-laden offense. He's fairly unknown. We don't know kind of how that's going to pan out at this point. So they've got them last. How, how, how do you see it? I loved should... Desmond Ritter at Cincinnati. I thought that he was a great quarterback, and I thought he'd be a pretty solid pro. Um, I don't know if he's gotten a gotten a fair shake in Atlanta right now, especially with the fact that they refuse to use Kyle Pitts in the way that you should actually use Kyle Pitts. Yeah. They keep trying to use him as an inline tight end when he is a very highly athletic wide receiver tight end hybrid yeah. type guy. So if they're able to use, if they finally, you know. Uh, admit that they're wrongdoings and use him in the way that you should use him. I think Desmond Ritter will have a better season. I mean, still, from what he's done, not a great quarterback. Bryce Young, rookie quarterback. Derek Carr. It's Derek Carr's a weird one because if you remember a few years back, he was on pace to probably win the MVP, and the the Raiders were going to be in the playoffs and were might have been um, a favorite to make it to the Super Bowl. And, like, two weeks before the season ended, he broke his leg. It hasn't been the same since then. So Derek Carr, if he can get back to that play, it's going to be great. If he just reverts to what he was doing the last few years in Oakland slash Las Vegas, again, another serviceable quarterback that won't lose you games but isn't going to win you much. And then Baker Mayfield, high risk, high reward. Mm -hmm. If he's on, he's on. If he's not, you're losing badly. Last thing I'm going to throw out there is this, because this other person's had multiple opportunities and chances as well, and that is Marcus Mariota. Is he done? <sighs> or I mean, could he even be a serviceable good backup? These I think days? he or can. He that, I mean, that's how he landed this Atlanta job. When he was the starter in Atlanta this last season, it's because he was a serviceable backup in Las Vegas. Uh, Derek Carr went down. He played good for a few games, and Atlanta thought, okay, He's back. We, we can use him. He'll be our starter. He'll be he'll be a, a a bridge quarterback for however many years before we draft a quarterback and get set up for the future. We'll be able to use him for however many years we need him to, and he'll we won't lose. Uh, we won't we won't win a Super Bowl, but we're not going to lose too many games. It didn't work out. He's not great. Um, I don't I don't want to. I don't think he's done. The problem is. 
he's done as a starter. Yeah, okay. I think he's going to have to go to that backup role, and I believe he might be able to carve out a longer career in the NFL if he just kind of decides this is what I'm going to be a backup. This is what I'm going to do. Good. Okay, well, good stuff here. On the block, thank you for the few questions that you guys threw out at us. We're going to – they're getting it together. The cage is now up. It looks like we're going with the gun today. So uh, Does that make you sad? That, that makes me a little sad, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have them to turn up the juice a little bit so that way – A little faster? That, no, because it, it, the higher the juice, the more you just got to put the meat on it. You just got to hit it's it. It's going to go. Just it's going to go if you put the meat on it. Okay. So that's why I'm just I – might, I might want them to put a little bit more juice on it uh, today than they did in the past because it's just really tough to – to get the bat speed up uh, when you haven't been swinging it like that. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So we're going to take our last break here and uh, get into the final segment here, which we'll talk about some of the realignments that's going on potentially uh, with some of the moves in conference play for college football uh, in the upcoming year and years. And uh, we'll finish it off right here on the block right after this, 93.7 The Ticket. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done.